Welcome back to the Last on Trap podcast. Elliot, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, mate? Yeah, not bad, not bad. It's been um it's been a it's been a busy week. It's been a very busy week. So let's just dive straight in with some breaking. F1 News. That was brilliant. Yes, <laughs> nailed it. Absolutely. Smashed it. Well, the main one to start off with, sprint races. Well, they've called it sprint qualifying, haven't they? Yeah, but it's basically sprint, sprint races, isn't it? I think this has got this has got potential. It has absolutely got. Well, I mean, it's already a success in F two and F three. So yeah, the lower divisions where the younger drivers uh, learn their trade. Um, yeah, they do it on Saturday. They do a like a a short. It goes on the um, standings in the championship, I believe. Um, I thought they did a. They, I think they did a qualifying, didn't they? They do a qualifying for the. They do a qualifying for the the main race, and then the top eight get it's a reverse grid, isn't it? That's what it was in F two. I believe yeah it's it's yeah so sometimes they'll do it so the, it's like the top eight of the for the main race the top eight go reverse grid so it's like eight starts in first and first starts in eighth but then everyone else below that just stays where they finished the race before yeah it's going to be um it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes up f1 because obviously you do get some some like specialist qualifiers who can then who then sort of are a bit naff in the race. Right, don't um, badmouth my boy George like that. All right, <laughs> Mr. Saturday, Mr. Saturday brings it every time, every time. Mr. Mr. Saturday, I have nothing bad to say against George Russell. Um, Valerie Bottas does, but we'll skip over that. But there's 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 a few things about it that. I'm unsure about. I'm not happy about the fact that only the top three get points. Yeah, this is some. This is something that uh, that I've got big, big qualms with. Yeah, I'm. It's if it. I mean, if we go on the races, the, the chances are it's going to be the Red Bulls and the Mercs again. Like just because it's a shorter race, it doesn't. I don't think it means that it's going to change like that much. Yeah, like the top the top positions, it might just mess up the midfield a little bit for more. That's where you're going to see the main changes. Yeah, I think um, that, I think but, that'll be it'll make things even more spicy in the midfield than it already is. But it would make sense if they, for the sprint race, they just went back to their old point system. Like so, the it's been quite a while since we've had the latest one where first place gets twenty five points, second gets eighteen, third gets fifteen, and then it goes like, what's well, ten? Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so take it back it down used, to 10, 10, 8, 6, six five, four, five, three, four three, two, two, one. one. Yeah, so that's how it used to be, and I mean, why do why not just have that? Why not just go back to that for the sprint race? Just go ten, eight, six, five, four, three, two, one, or is that only the top eight? Isn't that that inclusive? Well, even, do... even if it was the top eight, it still gives you something to, you know, drive for. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, it, it, I just don't... Yeah, well, we'll see. We've, got three, if, if, we've got three of them. I think so if, have to see how it goes. I think if, 
if it comes down to, I don't know, Verstappen winning the championship by one point because he's fini- he's finished first one more time than Hamilton has, then it will lead to it's, it gives a good exciting title challenge. But the the problem I see with it is that, and I've heard this put out a lot, I've, I've specifically sort of like the WTF one guys, it's that are people actually going to race? Yeah. Be- because I'm... because how what's the benefit in going for going for a spot in the, so ignore the top ignore the top four Perez find like get some consistency. And it's just going to be Mercedes and Red Bull in the first four slots. Everybody else behind. How much are you going to dive for a position when when you could possibly make that up on the start because someone has a bad start and you get past them? Yeah, especially with the the risks. Obviously, like if you like if you screw it and end up in the wall on the sprint race on the Saturday. Are the, mecha- the are the mechanics going to have tar? It's going to be tough for the mechanics if they have to rebuild the cars because obviously it happens in qualifying, people lose it. But in a race, like at least at least in qualifying, you've still got most of Saturday to rebuild the car, and then the night, and then a bit of Sunday morning as well. Yeah, I think I do yeah. think I do think the trick that they have missed is the same thing that F two do and have that reverse grid. Because then it makes people race. Because yeah, so I'd if, love to it, see it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to be an entire grid reverse. Because it, as much as I'd love to see the two, you know, I'd love to see Mick Schumacher and Spinny Joe leading the way off the line. I think it'd be brilliant to watch because it'd just yeah. be chaos and that's entertaining. But it, it, yeah, exactly. Um and if if even if they just meant that because that's the thing if you're if you well the thing is if you only the first three get points and then they reverse grid it and they reverse gridded it from like one to ten you're not going to try and win the sprint race because if you only got like ten points for winning the sprint race and then it meant you had to start in tenth for the main race where you can get more points you're just going to deliberately finish tenth aren't you yeah Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so there's a few, there's quite a lot of things to iron out. The, the, the basic idea is good. The details are a bit disappointing, but I like the fact that they've actually, you know, done something and they've gone, you know yeah. what, we need to try something, let's do it. I think it's good that they're, they're, it's not just a one-off trial. So they're, they're trialling it at, um, at Silverstone, at Monza, and then they're meant to be trialling it at Interlagos. Whether or not that goes ahead for COVID reasons is a different kettle of fish, but there, is, there will be a third trial somewhere. Yeah. And it's good um, that it, it is more than one because, you know, there's so many variables in a, in a race weekend. Like the weather alone is, is the biggest one. Because if, if, it, if it were to like tip it down at Silverstone, which we've seen before, Almost every it, year. It, it's yeah, it's it's not a fair, you know, it's not a fair representation. But the chances of it, uh, there hasn't been a wet race in Monza for donkeys years. I think the, the last the last one I can think of is Seb Bettle's first win, isn't it? 
Yeah, so that's years. Yeah, we're talking many moons yeah. ago. Um, th- yeah. Yeah. So trying it at Monza, obviously Monza's like the temple of speed, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's good that it's sort of like varieties of track as well, because you know you've got it as much as they are quite fast tracks. Those three, they do all hold different challenges in them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know it can it can rain in Interlagos as well. Well, yeah, we've seen we've seen that plenty of times, haven't we? Absolutely, yeah. Brazil does the, it always throws up something. Brazil, it just there's a, something in Brazil. I don't know what it is, but something always happens in Brazil. Like we had it, was it not last? It, did they didn't race there last year, but the year before, Alvon, Alex Albon. Uh, who was driving for Red Bull at the time was on for his first ever podium, and uh, Lewis Hamilton um, rather re- it, well. It was it his first podium. He was going for second yeah, place. Is, no, was, trying to overtake Hamilton for second place, yeah. and Hamilton uh, was slightly uh, too aggressive, and uh, he ended up finishing Stone there last. Yeah, but um, didn't he? Albon. Um, and then if we us. go back, if we go back to um, uh, Lewis Hamilton's 2008 first, 2008 his first ever championship win for McLaren when everyone thought that Massa had won by finishing first everyone started celebrating for Ferrari all of Massa's family were there like his dad and his brother were going mental and then all you hear is is that over Glock? The the famous word, is that Timo Glock? is that Glock? <laughs> And Timo Glock had, I don't know, does anyone actually know? Did he have like a I think it was a, I think it was, uh, I think it was a gearbox problem. Yeah, so he had a gearbox problem literally on the second to last corner, which meant Hamilton went from sixth to fifth, and that was a, enough points to go one point ahead of Massa and win the title. And it was, I mean, the, you know, the unfortunate... The moments that preceded unfortunate events. Yeah. <laughs> what is... a great Twitter. What a fantastic Absol- Twitter that is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please check them out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, like just like moments where like the keeper saves the penalty and starts celebrating and then the ball spins into the back of the net and oh, you get everything like that. All the, you know, like cyclists who start celebrating and then just before they cross the line, someone goes whizzing past them. Love it. Love it. Yeah, so you what we do. Do you remember Kimmy? Do you remember Kimmy? He, he drove, he went off the track, went up a, a slip road that he thought was going to lead him back to the track, and then he got stuck at the barrier because it was obviously all blocked off. <laughs> so he had to go back around. That was Interlagos as well. That is one of my favorite See, things. In, Interlagos is, I, do you know, I would be really gutted if it wasn't there because it's such a great race, like for just throwing stuff up, but yeah. Um, if we're speaking about races where places we're not going to race, um, no Canada either. Yeah, no Canada. So it's, it's announced um, this week that uh, the Canadian government uh, and the FIA came to the decision to cancel this year's race, which is a proper shame. The FIA have they have they have renewed the contracts for the uh, for two more years, but it does mean. We're going back to Turkey, boys. Yeah, Istanbul. Istanbul, boy. And Which as a is... Liverpool fan, uh, Rob, you absolutely love Istanbul, don't you? Mate, you know it. I, 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 Istanbul Park is a quality, quality 
track. Oh, yeah. I mean, the race last... we saw last year was fantastic. Yeah, so wet race, again. See, wet races are the best. I've said this many times before. Wet races are the best. It was a wet race, and Lance Stroll gets his first ever pole position. He didn't convert it into a great finish in the race, but, oh, my, like, it was... It was... missing one key factor in that race as well. The fact that it was a brand-new surface that they put down. Oh, yeah. And so for for new... Well, for newish F1 fans who might not be um, familiar. So when you put down new tarmac, this is me, by the way, going into really nerdy sort of like geology. Sort of oh, stuff. not you and your bloody rocks. Yes, me and my rocks. So um, when you put down tarmac, or as the Americans call it, asphalt, um, it it's very um, oil, like greasy and slippery for like as weird as it sounds because obviously you put it down in in order for the cars to grip it but it's not like your normal road tarmac it's it's a lot smoother to sort of prevent wear on the tires um and basically there's just no there's no grip and we've seen it over the years so many times where like a couple of weeks before the race is due to happen they've just gone oh by the way i think we need to re-tarmac this bit and they just smack on a load of brand new, <laughs> brand new tarmac, which is just and someone always has a, a moment on it. There's always an incident, but for Istanbul, it was the whole circuit. So the the Turkish, uh, uh, the Turkey, I don't know the, the sporting body in Turkey that's in charge of organising the race left it very much to about two weeks before the race they hadn't they ended up having hiring people overnight to just drive around the circuit yeah I was going to say they got like heavy braking on the main straight there's a video there's a video put out by um, oh god I think it might it might have been Formula One themselves or it might be some of the teams but there's a video of just like Midi vans and just like people's crappy hatchbacks just going flat out and then slamming on the brakes on the main straight to try and get grip on the starting grid just to put rubber on the surface so the cars had a bit more grip. And it, yeah, and the, I mean, uh, yeah, the, the, the was... too, too long, too long didn't read is new, new track surface equals slippy, slippy, bad, bad. <laughs> Oh, so that's what TLDR stands for. Yeah, too long didn't read. That's what I, it right. for, yeah. I've been I have been wondering this for so long. Every what time did you think it meant? What did you think it meant? I genu- no, I genuinely didn't have a clue. I had nothing for what it is. I had no idea it meant too long didn't didn't read. Too long didn't read. That oh, do you know what that's changed my lot? Right. So that can go <laughs> on my this that can go on my thing of things you learn far too late. Oh God! What's another I mean, um, t- learned something you've learned far too late, Elliot? Like how to use an iron? No, I, I'm very good at ironing. I love ironing. Actually, it's one of my favourite things to do. Of all the You're chores, so strange. Of all the chores, <laughs> no, not like as in of all the chores. Not like my favourite thing to. Do. Oh, do you know what? I just fancy ironing some stuff. No, um, of all the like house chores to do, ironing is probably one of my favourites because you can just put the TV on and watch the TV while you're ironing away. Yeah, but <laughs> that's oh, just. Yeah. Do you know what? I haven't actually ironed in a while. Um, 
just because I've got a tumble dryer and it's sort of like if you take it out straight away, it automatically like irons basically, doesn't it? I don't. This know. has gone. This has gone very off piste. Very, very off piste. Very off. Getting back on piste. And speaking of more contract extensions, we've got Suzuka until twenty twenty four. Thank, which Lord. is great news. Suzuka is a fantastic circuit. The Japanese are probably the greatest F1 fans. But maybe the British... Yeah. Well, have you seen the, some of the well, stuff that they wear? The, like, the hats and oh, stuff. the outfits are incredible. Like, you've got a guy turned up, like, basically dressed as, like, um, a Transformer Formula One car. So when he, like, laid down on the floor, he was an F1 car. And then he yeah. stands back up. I saw what I saw. Uh, there was, like, a guy who had, like, a hat with the Suzuka circuit on top with like trees and all sorts of shit on it. It was amazing. Oh yeah. They, they go, they go absolutely nuts for it. And it's, um, it's going to be great to like when they eventually do go back, not this year, but the year after. I would like to see as much as Suzuka is brilliant. I would like to see us go back to Fuji because that's a quality circuit. Yeah, it, well, it's another one of these things where they, when con- the problem is, there are so many countries out there that have multiple brilliant tracks, and you can't, you can't race at them all, and it's yeah, really like the problem. Here's another thing, right? Are the gaps between races too long? It's it's a bit of a debate because I'm not being funny, but as it used to be, there was a race. Pre, like we saw maybe 10 15 years ago, there was a race. The Formula One season was actually quite short, and it used to be there was a race pretty much every weekend. And there was, if there was like, if they ended up having to go from like Asia all the way back to Europe, they'd leave it two weeks to give people a bit of recovery time. But now it's like every race is like a two week gap or a three week gap, the exception being we've got a race this weekend and a race next weekend but th- there's just I, I, there's too many gaps oh uh, yeah but the, you the, 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 i think the reason yeah yeah they it, in formula two they've they've only had one race week so far and that theirs isn't for another one isn't until monaco i think is the next one yeah and how stupid is that like no i think that's good i think that's good though I don't mind that. I don't mind that there's a, they've only got like 12 races, but I agree with that they should all be sort of like within a 24-week period. Yeah, literally, because like this season, the first race was March, end of March. Yeah, something like that. So the first race is the end of March, and the last race of the season is in, de- is in December. Yeah. Nine months. Yeah. It's too long. It, yeah, I agree. Get it over and done with. Or put it, take out three months. Take Just take three months out and make it six months long. Six months long is fine. Absolutely yeah, fine. No absolutely. qualms with that. Absolutely no I think qualms. It, it puts a lot of pressure on the drivers as well because I'm not being, unlike like the engineers and stuff. And they go, oh, well, it lets them spend time with their family in the middle of the season or like get some downtime in the middle of the season. It's like, well, which is fair enough. Or, We'd like to say now it's yeah, fair enough. It is fair enough. But also at the same time, if you did the season in six months, 
They'd have six months where they were back at home. Yeah. Surely they'd rather have six months back at home rather than have like a week thrown in every like or like four days thrown in every now and again. Yeah. I'd, yeah. It's... Well, at the end of last week's episode, we asked for some uh, new ideas or new rules or formats or anything. So would a shorter, shorter race, race season be the first one? I think we both agree that it would be. Yep, absolutely. First rule change, shorter seasons. And at the end of last week's episode, you said that you'd like to see artificial wet races. What do you mean absolutely. by artificial absolutely. wet race? Well, okay, so we're talking quite a few years ago. It was not long after um, the Abu Dhabi circuit had been finished. Um, they had... See, I don't know whether they had... Pra- like the practice before the season they do like the like practice weekend don't they before se- like pre-season testing i don't know if it was pre-season testing or if it was just when pirelli were testing out a new tire like they were checking their tires for the season to see if they were okay how they worked getting some data on them yeah so it was one of the two it was either pre-season testing or pirelli doing their tire test i think it, i think it is i think it is a pirelli test i think you're right yeah yeah so and at Abu Dhabi, because it's got all the bells and whistles, literally that track has absolutely everything that you could ever think of. They've got an underground pit lane, for goodness sake. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the most ridiculous place. If, if it anybody is. If were to crashed, crash, no, no one has crashed in there. there. But nobody's crashed there yet that we're aware yet. of. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to happen at some point, surely. Yeah. But anyway, so um, they've actually got sprinklers all around the track. All right, okay. And to, obviously, because Pirelli wanted to test out what their wet tyres were, were like yeah. before the season. But you can't, like, you have to wait for rain, obviously. Yeah. But in Abu Dhabi, it doesn't rain. So the sprinklers made the track absolutely soaking wet. Love and that. then all of the car, they got the cars to just drive around and test out the wet tyres. And surely that would make i'm not being funny but the Abu Dhabi grand prix as great as the place looks it's it's not been the most exciting of it hasn't had like a really exciting race yet yeah and i think i think that the only one that was slightly exciting was where seb's first world championship 2011 is it 2011 2010 2011 because it's still i think could still have lost it to, I think that year is Alonso, I think, at Ferrari. There was that race where was it when Rosberg, um, Rosberg was fighting Lewis for the title. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, and then he, I think he had a breakdown, didn't he? And no, the year he the year he won it, he won it in Abu Dhabi. That was the, that was that was it. But yeah, since that we've not really had anything. Really interesting, have we? It's always been sort of decided beforehand. It's been sort of yeah. So it's sort of a bit of a nut. They they were so desperate for Abu Dhabi wanted their race. They because it used to be the the finale used to be in Brazil at Interlagos, but Abu Dhabi were like, we will build the best racetrack ever, and we want it to be the season finale. But since it got built, there hasn't been a race that's gone down. Like there's only been like one race that's gone down to one season that's gone down to the final race. Yeah. So it's not been great for them, really, because it, it's usually like Hamilton's usually won it by like America. <laughs> so, well, yeah, yeah. So 
but so if you make it an artificial wet race throw a bit of excitement into the mix because none of them honestly none of them will have drove around that track like in the wet like in a proper like they'll have done it where they've just gone and done like you know a little short like a, they've done a lap but it's not been them going flat out none of them will have gone flat out around Abu Dhabi in the wet so it and it just would cause like it would just throw some loads of stuff up and there's plenty of runoff area there so like it's not like anyone's going to have like a, an accident and crash because like if they go off wide they'll be able to get back on the track but it, you... it just adds a new dimension to a track that doesn't usually get wet yeah i'm gonna further that then would you give sort of um a random a randomized weather bookmark to at the start of a race that race control you go big spinning wheel at the back of race control and it's got wet or dry and they spin it round and if it's not going to rain if the radar says no rain whatever it spin they spin it it lands on wet they get to choose when the wet race starts or is it just like oh. a, and then a, or like on a spinning wheel next to it what lap does it start raining on oh do you know what if they had like little sections so if it had like um a start of the race or like the last 10 laps just something to like yeah like mess just just go crazy and mess things about because like when it starts raining right near the end of a race it causes it just causes mayhem yeah it does doesn't it like do we come in do we not do we stay out and risk yeah literally no one knows because they're like there's only a few there's only a few laps left so if we go in we lose like 20 or 23 seconds for a pit stop they lose roughly so they're like, do I come in when there's only like seven or eight laps to go? Can I make those 20 odd seconds back up and more? Or do you gamble and stay on the slicks and possibly risk crashing out the race or losing time to all the people that do take a gamble and pit? And or does a safety car happen because someone loses it on the slicks and crashes and then everybody dives into the yeah. pit straight onto the there's there's lots of things that can get thrown up with that. So yeah, maybe just stick the sprinklers on midway through the race. Could be could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to okay. I'd like to see I'd like to see points brought in for stuff that don't that doesn't have points already. So stuff like the fastest pit stop. Yeah, love that. I think that you should get points for that. I think you should lose points so from your overall championship total for stuff like crashes. So if you crash out, you lose points. You have a mm-hmm. breakdown, you lose points. So that the effect of it is 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 like more emphasized, I guess. So, you know, if if you know you're sailing off into the lead, you're Hamilton or you're you're Verstappen or whatever, you're sailing off and you crash off. You lose, you lose ten points, and then teams can finish like in QI on minus points at the end of the season. I think it'd be hilarious. I'd love to yeah. see so like just anybody finish on minus twenty points purely because they've crushed up too many times or they've broken down it'd, too many times. It'd stop teams from like retiring their car like a few laps before the end of the race because they're not going to get any points, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, that's something that I think could well happen in this new sprint race format oh what people just sack yeah. yeah yeah to be fair it, it 
if, if you if it's eat. not going to affect where you if you're at the back of the field pass if they're running last and second to last after what halfway they're not catching everybody up they're just going to retire the car and save it for for the race aren't yeah, they it hasn't been confirmed whether they get any extra parts because obviously in, as a, a Formula One team, they get a certain allocation of engines, gearboxes, and well, they've got the, know, the budget cap as well this year, and the budget cap. So, are they going to get more like engines? Because if they're doing obviously, if they're doing like a sprint race, that's going to put a lot of strain on the engines, there's going to be a lot more breakdown. So, they, are they going to get an additional like an additional one engine for the season, an additional gearbox like thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Anyway, back on this. Uh, I think you should get points for being driver of the day as well. Yes, yes. I absolutely love that because the driver of the day, yeah, if you, someone's overtaken loads, because you can get people who get driver of the day but don't finish like, they finish like 10th, but they've come from like... Or finish 11th, like, um, or be like Roman Grosjean last year when he was voted, you know, driver of the day on the when he crashed and, and that, and he got that. You get points for that. I know it's a very meaningless gesture when you know you crushed out and you, but yeah, it's set on was, fire. But, but yeah, it's a nice gesture. I I like points for like yeah, just points for good good things within the race weekend. I think just like best overtake. Oh yeah, get fa- fans to vote on that. Yeah, so you get fans, fans voting on vote for dri- day, if fans overtake. voted for driver of the day, best overtake. Um. um it could be oh, there's lots of things you could do. Like um I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see a separate leaderboard for uh fastest shoey. <laughs> yeah. And teams get yeah, funded teams get an extra fifty million dollars worth of funding for having the fastest shoey time. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> for those who don't know what a shoey is. Oh yeah, sorry, that- sorry. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo, the Australian driver for McLaren, has coined the term the shoey, where whenever he finishes on the podium, he pours some champagne into the boot that he's just drove for like two hours in, which is full of just his own sweat and God knows what else. Yeah, Um, and he pours the champagne into it and then drinks it. And over the years, he's got... He's got so many people to do it, like people that come up to interview him. He's had Martin Brundle do it. He's had Coulthard, David Coulthard do it, Mark Webber. He even got Lewis Hamilton to do it last year, I think. And yeah, Lewis he said he'd never face, do it again. <laughs> Lewis's face, honestly, oh, it, it, he just, honestly, it A was picture. the best thing ever. He looked so disgusted with what he'd just done to himself. But, yeah, forget fastest pit stop, fastest shoey, absolutely. But yeah, um, I'd love. Yeah, I'd I'd like that. Yeah. So um, if we go on, uh, we did also ask for um, some contributions for rule changes um, on the old Twitter uh, Twitter. at Last On Track Pod. (laughs) If you're uh, not following, Um, and we've had one uh, in our favourite one of the week from uh, Princess Charlotte who said that her new rule would be that once you retire from the sport, that's you done, gone, never to return. So not if you're not signed or you get injured. So not if like no one signs you for a season and then like Nico Hulkenberg and then a few seasons later you come back. But if you officially retire a la 
Fernando Alonso, you are gone. That's it. No, I rate it. I rate it. I was a bit annoyed when it was announced that Alonso was coming back because there's so many good young drivers that deserve that spot over, over him. Yeah, it's um, yeah, there are a lot of young drivers, and yeah, I mean, I get it. You want experience and stuff, but he's chose to go away. But if you think about it, let's think of drivers that would never have come back if that was the case. Kimi Raikkonen would never have come back if that was the rule. And I'm not being yeah, funny, but Kimi brings so much. I was about to say so much joy. He definitely doesn't bring joy to the Formula One. He brings he, he joy, brings to, the joy to the fans. He, get, brings, he brings joy, joy, to, joy the to the fans by being the most miserable person you have ever it. met. I love it. He, has, he just doesn't he want to has, be there for the interviews, does he? He's he like, yeah, you no, know what this is. You've you've been here longer than I have. He has no time for anyone's shit. He doesn't care. He'll swear at his engineers. He'll tell them the famous quote of, oh, Kimmy, blah, 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 this. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. That was while while he was at Lotus, wasn't it? Yes. And then, I mean, even just the last race, when Bottas and Russell had that enormous crash, and Kimmy's race engineer comes on and goes, oh, by the way, Kimmy, there's going to be loads of debris on the track because Bottas and Russell have just crashed. And Kimmy's there going, I know, I've just drove through the fucking stuff. <laughs> uh, so, we yeah, have, I mean... We, I, we, to be fair, we wouldn't have had... I don't think we'd have had Robert Kubica come back, though. Because he, he, he left. He left, in the it wasn't a retirement though. He got an injury that was so bad that he couldn't come back to the sport. And then he came back in a different sport and then came back to Formula One. So I don't think he actually officially retired from F1. He just he couldn't race for many years because the accident was that mm. bad. Yeah. But yeah, oh, I still no, think Schumacher, it's a good idea. Schumacher would Schumacher Schumacher would never have come back for Mercedes. And yeah, but you know, but it, it as, good as, nice, as good that's... as Michael was, as good as as good as Michael was, coming back, and as much as he developed that that early Mercedes, the years that the year and the year after it was taken over from Braun, that the only thing that he did well was that one lap in Monaco where he put it on pole and then he got taken off it for whatever stupid reason it was. I can't remember what the reason well, was. Oh, it was like speeding in the, when the yellow flags were... It was going too fast in the yellow flags. Yeah, something like that. And then, he, and then he nipped up the inside of Alonso at the last, like the last corner, second to last corner. But those those are the only things that have... Like, he got a couple but of podiums was... as well. He got a couple of podiums as well, but he didn't win. He didn't win a race. He didn't really do that much. No, but it was just nice to see him back. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm quite, I, I am quite a big fan. Like, if they retire, then give it to the young, young guns. See how they go. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad rule. Uh, yeah, rule I think ov- overall, I think it's a good shout. Yeah. I think overall, good. it's a good shout. Um, have you got any, any other ones that you'd like to see, Elliot? Um, I mean, the, I think the obvious one that everyone wants to see is just one season where everyone has the same car. Well, so make F1 a spec series. That's just, so- just, I, I don't, I'm not, not, I'm not saying every, every year, but just, you know, like a bit like the World Cup comes once every four years. You know, like in, like this year, 
they were supposed to change the rules this year, weren't they? Yeah. But then they postponed the rule changes because of coronavirus. So they've given everyone an extra year. If they're going to bring in like massive rule changes, like when they changed the cars from petrol to hybrid, in that one year, while they let teams develop the technology, just one year, give everyone the same car, right? And let them change the colour. That's it. You get one year, you can change the colour. That's it. Put all the sponsors you want on it. Change the colour to yours. Everyone's in the same car. Have at it. See who really is the fastest driver. And I'll tell you what, don't care what Fernando Alonso says, it ain't him. It <laughs> is make it a bit more like IndyCar then. So IndyCar Indy is, Indy is, but is that they all have the same car? Yeah, but I don't want it every year because obviously that takes away the, the bit of like, you know, people developing these brilliant, like, you wouldn't have all these brilliant inventions and stuff like that. But yeah, like, just, just, just once it'd be nice just to sit, just sit, if everyone's on a level playing field, it, it would just be nice to just be like, who has got the fastest car? Like yeah. who? Well, not the fastest car. Sorry, who is the who's fastest the best driver, driver on the on the selection of ties that Pirelli gives? Yeah, or whoever exactly. the like, whoever the sponsor, not sponsor, tie provider would be. Maybe, maybe it could just be like a shortened, a short season. Like not not like every race. Maybe like you've got we've got three sprint races. Okay, we've got three races where everyone gets the same car. Just, just see what happens. Yeah. Just utter just, chaos, yeah. Just utter, just st- yeah. Everyone gets given the FIA allocate a car to everyone. They're allowed to change the color, and that's it. And for three races in the season, it's just it's all based on driver skill and the tactics of the team. So make it more like F two then. I think that's not. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. To be honest, I I quite like to see that. Because yeah. I think we'd all like to see that because as much as, you know, we all, well, we all, the larger F1 community does somewhat forget how good, you know, Lewis actually is. And they go, oh, it's just because he's at Mercedes and they're the best team and all that sort of stuff. But no, I, I, I no, he's, he's, he's seven times world champion for a bloody reason, isn't he? Like, well, that's the thing, because you've got to remember that he very in qualifying it's so easy to it doesn't matter if you've got the fastest car if you make a mistake in qualifying he doesn't wouldn't have pole position he's the man's got 97 90 is it 97 98 pole positions it's, that's it's 99 99, <laughs> 99 yeah he has 99 pole that means he has been pretty much perfect 99 times because you have to be because you have to be perfect to get on pole position because someone like someone will always have a great lap. Like, for example, in the last race, Max Verstappen didn't have a great one. So, but Perez did. And he only had, like, messed up on the last corner a little bit, which same cost Lan- him with Lando. pole position. And the same with Lando. Lando could have been on pole had he not, you know, just gone, like, a couple of inches. Like, so Hamilton has to be perfect because he's got all these drivers breathing down his neck. And to do it 99 times, it's not an accident. It is... Just, yeah. Yeah, he is He is the GOAT. Is that, is that your... Are you stating that? Are you, are you putting I'm, that out I'm there? stating that Lewis Hamilton is... 
Okay. Um, no, you said it now. You said it. You said yeah. it. Yeah, I'll back myself. Yeah, Elliot. back myself. I mean, Lewis Hamilton is the go, and I'm not like I'm going jump. Oh yeah, jump on the Lewis Hamilton bandwagon. I have got. I've had a like a, a sketch artist as used to do like professional portraits. I bought it in Cornwall like many many years ago. Um, it was before he'd won his first. I think it was either the year he did or the year before he won his first world championship. He was still like you know skinhead sort of driving yeah. for McLaren. Um, and I've got that portrait picture still to this day. And like I. Have been a ma- like I've been a massive fan of Lewis Hamilton ever since his first season when he joined McLaren with Fernando Alonso. Like I've 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 backed him from that day. So and yeah, so yeah, he's the goat. I'll I'll say it now. He's the goat. He's the Tom Brady of Formula One. Oof. Oof. Big statements being thrown out. Big here. statement. Right, I think we should move on from there. Uh or the, the new formats that we'd like to see because I think we could probably be here for about three oh. weeks at least. Yeah, probably. We'd come so, up with something else. So it's race week. We're back at Portimao. Yes. And uh, there have been a, a couple of uh, changes. There's been a, there's there's been been a couple changes. of changes. Changes. There's been a couple of changes from uh, last year's race. So they've added a second DRS zone in. Yeah, so between turns four and the the short straight between turns four and five. So I they used to, I swear when DRS first came in, the rule was that the straight had to be over a kilometer long. I think that was just I have, think that was because they were testing it out. I think that was like yeah. early doors, they were just making sure that it would work and it would yeah it would increase but, the number of overtakes. Yeah, so but basically now they just find a bit of a straight line and just go yeah i can stick drs on it and go for it so they've put yeah they've stuck another drs zone um which could be interesting because also it's it's coming up to a hairpin and is that is it is it the one that go, that dip, is it the straight that then dips down and dips down into the hairpin yes yes that's the straight yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It, yeah so it, it takes a massive dip and then you go into a hairpin so everyone turns back on themselves which means Someone's gonna make which this is gonna happen in the race. It's gonna happen. All right, hold it. Go on. Right. Someone is going to go for a move up the inside with DRS and completely overcook it and end up like off. And whoever they were trying to overtake is just gonna go and carry on. Or another likely event, they're gonna be going up to them and then last minute they're gonna pull up pull up to the inside both of them are going to try, try and go around the hairpin and there's going to be a big crash someone is going to not be able to stop in time the other person is going to turn in and there's just going to be a crash well it'll be entertaining it'll be entertaining at least so that's that's yeah pretty that's much one the second one it's our favorite topic it's bloody track limits isn't it they've put oh they put curbs in how many minutes into the episode did we get this week before bringing up track limits? Oh. That's not bad for us at all. That it's been quite, it's quite a lot, it's quite deep in this one. Yeah, they're putting some more curbing uh, around the track uh, to so that it can, you know, deter I have a feeling people. This is going to be a weekly 
occurrence for every racetrack. Every racetrack they're going to look at, see where people were taking advantage of, like get running out as wide as they can onto the um, curbs, and basically just stick a load of sleeping policemen. Um, and then well, this is the this is the this is the problem. This is the problem with circuits with massive runoff areas, isn't it? If you stick a gravel pit right next to it, you're not going in it, are you? Like absolutely not. And to be fair, Portimao does have quite a lot of gravel, so it does. But it's it's that bottom, it's that first corner, first couple of corner complex. I think that's where they're putting them in. Because last year, yeah. last year it was something like 125 lap times were deleted in just the first two practice sessions because yeah. people were and, going and massively it was all, off. And it was all from the first corner. It yeah. was <laughs> pretty oh, well, much, not yeah. all of them. Pretty much, I'd, I'd say about maybe 110 out of 125 yeah. were people overcooking it in the first corner. It definitely and felt yeah, like that anyway, didn't it? Like it was just it was just it was endless. It was like, oh and this person's on pole position. Oh no, their lap time's been deleted. What a shame. But will we, Elliot, will we see some more first lap wonder antics from not just Carlos Sainz, but from the ice band Kimi Raikkonen? Because last well, year that... he went from something like sixteenth to on the first lap, didn't he? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a masterclass. So everyone was on slicks, and like maybe like five, ten minutes before the race started, it just started drizzling, and it was that annoying. You know that it's that rain that that fine. It's a fine rain. Fine rain. That fine rain that soaks you through. Yeah, but you don't realise that it's happening. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking around and you're going, I can't feel, I can, you, can, you can just feel the rain. So you're like, well, it can't be that heavy. But there's so much of this little rain that it actually soaks everything. So like, it soaked the track, did getting, it? Absolutely soaked the track. It abs- Yeah, it did. And yeah, Kimi Raikkonen just sets off and he just, he just for some reason, he, he, he could just find grip. Everyone was like going, where the hell is the grip? Everyone was sliding around, locking up. No one had any idea. And Kimi Raikkonen is just there like going, I don't know what you're all complaining about. This is bloody brilliant. And by the end of the lap, he'd gone up like 11 places. And everyone's there going, is Kimi Raikkonen going to win this race? Well, there was a, there was, well, everybody did think that Carlos Sainz was going to win that race, didn't they? Because he, he overtook yeah. the two Mercedes who were leading on the second lap and was miles ahead for within a couple of couple of corners he was gone yeah but it was only it was, for the only for everybody else's time to warm up isn't it and then yeah it was it up. was all about tire um choice so basically well not tire choice because everyone in the top 10 basically has to start on the tires that they got through the second part of qualifying in and most of them like the mercedes gambled and set times on the medium compound, which obviously lasts a bit longer, but isn't quite as fast. But obviously, it also takes longer to warm up. So, the, like, and it took maybe like five laps for them. Like, usually it takes a couple of laps, but because it was raining, it took even longer. So about it took about five laps for the Mercedes and everyone else on the medium tyres to actually get going. And by that time, Carlos Sainz on the soft tyres was miles ahead. Kimi Raikkonen had jumped up 11 spaces and was just having an absolute whale of a time. And, it, yeah, it was just it was, it was really weird. Utter scenes. 
Yeah, it was it was exciting. And I That's want more. why we yes. like Formula One to be exciting. Yes. And then, I mean, that's the thing. Last season was so weird in the sense of, I keep saying weird, but um, it was so weird because we went to, like, all these new tracks that we hadn't been to for ages or we hadn't been to at all. So we had Imola back, we had Portimao back. Um, No, it was was first one at Portimao. It was the first time we'd been to Portimao. Yeah, so, yeah, like, we, we just... All of these new tracks, Istanbul, yeah, and yeah, back at Istanbul, they, yeah, they it made the season so interesting because it wasn't just like, like pretty much every year it's the same tracks in the same order. Like we're getting back on new rules, Elliot. We're getting back on more formats because I'd oh, I'd, yeah. have, I'd have uh, a lottery of tracks and you just pick out a lottery of tracks and that's where we go that year. Yeah, pick pick the tracks out of hats, mix up the order. Or, or say yeah. you can't you can't go to the same track twice in four years. So you can go twice, but you can't go any more than two times in four years, because then yeah. at least you know you mix it up a bit. You can go go one year and then the next, but you can't have it for another two years. Or if you had like um, say like a set amount of tracks that you went to every year, but you mixed up the order. And oh then yeah. Like maybe like five or six, you know, like the some of the other tracks, like you Port Mars, your Imolas, and stuff like that. They were in like a little pool with other tracks that like we go like do haven't been to for a while, and you just pluck them out and say like five of them get picked out of like say ten track, ten eleven tracks, and do it like a couple of years in advance so they've got time to prepare and stuff like that. Yeah. Do it like, but like almost like an Olympic selection, but like you know they do that what eight years in advance or something, don't they? Do it five years in advance. I I, I don't think they pick the Olympics out of a hat. Yeah, but you know what you know what I mean. They pick it. They they you you know exactly what I mean, you dick. (laughs) 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 You do like it. They they do a bidding process, but they do it five years, eight years in advance, whatever. Yeah, so they give do them time it, to yeah. prepare and yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, I've, yeah, I do, do it. We're back, on, we're, back it on, we're back on bloody formats. Right. Predictions, Elliot, for this week. Predictions, then. yeah. Let's do this. Should we go back and forth? I'll go first. I've go got on, yeah. one you, safety you car. Just the solitary it. safety car this week. A sol- oh. Okay, I see where you're going with that. Um, I'm going to say you're wrong. Just just because I like to disagree with you. Um, I th- no, do you know what? No, I think you're right, actually. I've changed my mind. Yeah, you're right. One safety car. Go on, go on um, one, 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 one of your own. Um, I'm going to go Norris on the podium back to again, potentially going one better. All right. Second, second place. All right. I'll go for... I'll, I'll see your podium finishes and I'll go mine in any order Ham the Leclerc I think last I think last week you know Ferrari showed really good pace I think you know if Charles had been a bit a bit more switched on when Max went off under the safety car at the penultimate corner he could have you know he could have secured himself a second place at least 
Well, technically, he would have been he, fine to. It would have been fine. He would have been fine to overtake him, but he just slowed down. But that's another thing about not not maybe. Well, I know, think it's. I think it's more of a not wanting to be done for overtaking under the safety car and then being hit with yeah, the same penalty Checo so, got. Someone got who got done. It was was Checo. It got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Checo got done for it because he he went off track. People went past him, so then he re-overtook them, thinking that it was his right to go. To back be to fair though, they did stop. They did stop and slow down. So he was like, "Well, I'll go for it then," because you're being yeah, nice that's... and gentlemanly. So yeah. Yep. God. Another one. Um, another one for me. Um, no, no points. No points for Alpine. Alpine. Oh uh, yeah, I think I've I've got that written down as well. I think you know they've they've got better last week, but still not convincing, are they? No, they're not. They're not um, lighting. They're not setting the world alight, are they? And I think they they got lucky. They got lucky. To score points again, like last week, he got very lucky because obviously Kimmy had his uh, ninth place taken away from him. Gasly had, you know, started wobbly and came back, and then Sonoda crushed out. I think, you know, Sonoda stay, stays on track. I think I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, agreed. I've also got. I'm going to say I'm going to say it every week. So at least hopefully one time I'm right. Williams to score some points this week. Oh, there eight points, some points. It's gonna stick. You throw enough shit. Some of it's gonna stick. I, yeah. th- I think. I think they've they've got a good chance. They're, they're always gonna have a good chance now. I think. George has learnt his lessons from last week. I think he'll be a bit more cautious. But... I th- well, the thing is, though, but I don't want him to be cautious. This no, is the thing I think about that. George. I... Yeah. I don't. I, I, don't, I really. Mean. I don't want him to then go. Oh, I can't overtake people because I've crashed one. So I'm like, don't do it. Go I for th- it. No, I don't mean cautious. I mean a bit more scenario aware. So the reason he crashed last week is because the grass was wet, and the well, and the track he, was he, right. No, the the reason why he span. If it was dry, he could have made it work, but it was wet, and he went for it even though it was wet. Without thinking, oh, I could probably get him next time we get down that straight. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's know. what I mean. I don't mean, I don't. But yeah, be a bit more situational be... where if it, I mean, yeah, Bottas was having an absolute shitter. He would have got him eventually. Yeah, I think he it's just that chose race the, awareness. He chose another the, two laps. The wrong... Another two laps. And that Not tracks... even that. I think if he just, if he, even if well, he no, just held that, he got yeah. the next lap. Yeah. He would have got. He just needed to be a little bit closer on that last corner. If he'd yeah. waited one, if he'd just held back on that one and got one more lap, then yeah, he would have been in the points. He would have been laughing, and everyone would have been going, "Oh, George, you're amazing!" And you'd have been, you know, absolutely loving him and lighting a candle on your shrine that you've got for him in your bedroom. How do you know about that shrine? <laughs> just a lucky guess. Sure, Billy, you embarrassed me in front of George. <laughs> yes, George is definitely listening. George yeah. Russell is absolutely listening yeah. to this podcast right Hi, now. Hi, George. Hi, George. Hi, George. We know you listen. Yeah, big fans. Love you. Love your work. Uh, any more? Any more predictions? Oh, do you know what? I haven't actually checked the weather report. I'm gonna. I'm gonna quickly. I know it's quite unprofessional, but I'm going to check the weather All right. for um, this weekend. 
All right. Um, while you check, while you check the weather. Well, I've, I mean, I've already done it. Oh wow, blooming heck! Do you want to know the full name of the Portsmouth circuit? I'd love to hear your Portuguese. <laughs> um, so, apologies for my um, butchering. It is the Autodromo Internacional do Algarve, Sitio do Escampadinho, Mexilo, Hira Grande Portimao. Uh, sorry to our Portuguese listeners for that butchery of your fine language. We love your language. Um, unfortunately, the weather's bloody glorious. It's 20 it? degrees. It's a bit cloudy, but yeah, the weather's lovely. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. We Artificial tried. Artificial wet race this one, eh, Elliot? Artificial wet race, yes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I rec- I, I'm going to throw my hat into Seb's ring. I'm going to say that Oh, he'll, he'll not finally score some points. Mate, no, he's, he's going to score some points. Gone. He's going to score some points. He's gone. His it's... career is through. He can't drive. I don't. I. I just. I'm. I'm going to disagree with you. But you know, I think. I think he's going to. You know, he's not four times world champion for no reason. No, he's four time world champion because. Adrian knew he's an incredible car designer. Yeah, but you've got to drive that no, car. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, you've I'm got to drive that I'm car. Not, I'm not saying, I won't take away anything, his talent. When he was, those four seasons, he was absolutely untouchable. But he's, yeah, I just, you know, I think he peaked and now he's unpeaking. Troughing. Troughing? Troughing? Yeah. Peak, <laughs> peaking and troughing. <laughs> Right, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. So thank you, everyone, for listening to Last On Track podcast. Um, Next week, we are going to talk about uh, car brands and just genuine other brands that we want to see in F1. Rob, go on, quickly. One brand that you want to see in F1. Uh, I want to see, do you remember the cereal uh, at Hoodie Puffs? With the Honey Puff Monster. Of course. I yeah. want to see a car branded like the Honey Puffs and then a racing suit, which and then a helmet that goes with it that is just <laughs> the Honey Puff Monster. I want to see it. I want to see that. Absolutely love that. Okay, well, I'm going to throw out that I would like uh, Frosties to sponsor a car so we could just have a tiger. A tiger, print, a tiger race. A tiger print car. <laughs> Just a, t- or a tiger print car, just anything like Brilliant. that. Uh, yeah, love it. Excellent. Right, so that is all from me, Elliot. And me, Rob. Follow us on Twitter, on at Last on Track Pod. Um, give us a like, give us a share. Do all of that. Give us some love. Give yeah. us some love. Tell your mates to listen. Take it easy. Say goodbye, Elliot. Goodbye, Elliot. For fuck's sake, every time. <laughs>